What is up, everyone? Welcome back. Season 2, Episode 1 of the Mad OSU Wrestling Podcast. Man, we've got a lot of great stuff planned for you this year. We have kind of a new co-host. Last year, it was the Mad Podcast, Marcus Adam Dean. This year, we're still going to honor that name. It'll be Marcus Adam and Dean Podcast, just the Mad OSU Wrestling Podcast. But we have a new co-host this year in Allison Conway. Allison, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great. How about you? I'm pumped. I'm, I'm super excited for this year. Uh, super excited that you're joining us uh, on the Wrestling Beat for our, our listeners, Allison. Uh, uh, why don't you tell them a little bit about you? Awesome. Um, so I, I'm a freshman this year. I uh, was an All-State wrestler for Oklahoma's uh, girls team. Um, you know, just wrestling throughout high school and and uh, I just love it so I'm excited to be here yeah I remember what what school you did you say you went uh, to originally Putnam City original then okay. uh, Chandler senior year okay so you were a member of the first ever girls all-state team that is correct that's really yeah. really cool so <laughs> yeah I'm super excited guys uh Allison Conway she will be joining us Jaron Davis will also be on the wrestling beat he is a freshman out of Perry he will be contributing with writing as well. So be on the lookout for that. Super excited for this season. All right. We are doing this podcast for one main reason. I mean, recruiting as well. But, Allison, the big news, the schedule dropped yesterday. And, oh, boy, it is fantastic. So good to look at. Um, I know. It's beautiful. I'm really excited here. I think right off the bat, um, I wouldn't be too worried about you know Stanford and Minnesota, mm -hmm. um, just because last time we um, wrestled against them, it was a blowout. So yeah, um, I think that's going to be a pretty, pretty fun thing to watch. Well, for sure, I I think the the big thing uh, with Stanford is that it will be played at Stanford Stadium, the Stanford Football Stadium. So that is huge in itself. I know OSU, they've wrestled in a football stadium as well. Uh, it was Iowa, I think, what, 14, 15, 14 or 15 in, right. in Kinnick Stadium in Iowa City. Stanford, they've actually wrestled outside at Stanford Stadium before. I think they uh, dueled North Carolina in 2014, if I'm not mistaken. But Stanford, they have a whole entire new coaching staff because of the whole debacle they had last year uh, of them that, I mean, they were so close to cutting their program. Not only them, but uh, I think eleven other, eleven other programs as well on that on the athletic department. So their coaches left. Ray Blake is actually now the head coach of Bixby High School. He was the assistant for uh, for um, Stanford. Jason Borelli. He left, and he's the head coach at American University. But what they do have, they have a huge hire in Rob Cole, the former Cornell boss. He takes over at Stanford. And I mean, this is a team where you had Shane Griffith last year, the national champion at 165 pounds. So just looking throughout the schedule, I mean, Travis Whitlake is going to have his work cut out for him uh, at, at 65 in duels. Of course, we'll talk about that later, but uh, Jade Nabis, Real Woods, Travis, er, excuse me, Jade Nabis, Real Woods, and Shane Griffith are the three uh, Stanford Cardinal wrestlers that really pop out to me. So moving forward to Minnesota on November 20th. Obviously, when you guys think about Minnesota, uh, Allison, at least the wrestling team, who do you think of? Um, the wrestlers in mind, I'm not too confident on. Uh, we haven't 
roughly. Last time we wrestled them was 2019, so mm-hmm. um, just looking at those matchups, I'm not too sure on those wrestlers there, but I should be. Um, but 21-0 was the score uh, right, last right. time. Well, I mean, I, I was thinking a guy by the name of Gable Stevenson oh, yeah. at heavyweight. <laughs> I mean, that that's huge. Anytime you have a Olympic gold medalist, uh, not to mention a national champion as well, that is a marquee matchup. And Austin Harris is going to face his toughest matchup of his life. I mean, he was one win away last year from All-American status in the blood round in St. Louis. Didn't quite get that, but I mean, man, Gable Stevenson is just another beast. This man returned to Minnesota for his fourth year. While he's going to school, he's getting paid the big bucks on a WWE NIL contract. And then Mitch McKee, if I'm not mistaken, I think Mitch McKee is at 125. He was a All-American last year, I think third place at Nationals. Let me pull this up just to be sure. He was at either at 25 or 33, and he was at 25. Yes, so a redshirt junior from Minnesota, uh, I think 25-97. Those are going to be the toughest matchups for Oklahoma State on the road in Minneapolis. But the other thing, Allison, speaking of on the road, nine of their first Ten duels. Nine of OSU's first ten duels are on the road. And to me, that that's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, really tempted me to travel to all of those places right. um, with them. But it, it is a little crazy that, um, you know, it isn't home until, until a good little while. Um, For sure. But, uh, man, they're going to be really interesting matchups, mm-hmm. um, especially because it's been a couple of years since we've played uh, or wrestled against uh, a few of these teams. So. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which, Drexel, is they're going to conclude a home-and-home with OSU. Mm-hmm. They wrestled in Philadelphia in 2019. Drexel will be coming to Stillwater on November 28th. Uh, the crowd in itself, I mean, Drexel's not a huge matchup, but I expect the crowd to be kind of dwindled down, especially considering it's Thanksgiving weekend. I know I will be home in Wyoming for that, so I won't be able to cover that, or I'll be covering it, but I won't be... Um, I won't be in Stillwater, unfortunately, and then December 12th, right after the right after finals week, right after finals week, it'll be a trip to Norman for the Cowboys taking on Oklahoma, a team that honestly, in my opinion, has really um, improved. Coach uh, Coach uh, Lou Rosselli has done a fantastic job recruiting wise. You would think maybe with all the recruits he has, that they should be wrestling well or wrestling better than they are, and that's true. Uh, Dom Demas, he had a extremely disappointing NCAA tournament. Uh, Joshua Heinzelman, he's a heavyweight that has, I mean, really impressed me. I think he was maybe 2 or 3-0 and against Austin Harris, but a, r- a really solid team with guys all around. I know recruiting, they have uh, Tate Piccolo, the number one, I think it's the number one high school 190. I think 191 pounder out of Mustang, Oklahoma. Uh, so a local talent, and then a guy. I think he was 152 out of New York. He was the consensus uh, unanimous top 152 high schooler. So a lot of fun matchups there. Um, Allison, I know you grew up in Oklahoma. Uh, have you ever, like, have you ever attended a, a bedlam wrestling duel? Um. I haven't attended. I mean, watched them. That was just a, a part of growing up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a few of the wrestling camps at OU. That's just, uh, you know, we were an OU family. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the new things that has changed is uh, Sam Hayswinkle. He oh, yeah. used to be the head coach for um, Oklahoma City University. Um, and he's a part of the wrestling staff uh, training center at OU now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that is going to be really beneficial. Um, you know, he's a um, former Olympian, and it's just going to be a great um great addition. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I kind of forgot about that. Um, looking here online, yeah, he was, so yeah, he's with the, I think the Oklahoma RTC, but he's now a volunteer assistant for the Sooners. Um, yeah, that, that'll that be a great addition for them, especially, you know, to kind of have a guy uh, whose specialty is Olympic style wrestling. Uh, I know they have that here in Stillwater, the Cowboy Regional Training Center. They're trying to grow that as well, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, wrestling in Oklahoma, it is in good, good shape. So it's a great place to be for this. <laughs> oh, absolutely. December 17th at Wyoming. Of course, because it's Christmas break, I will be back home at Wyoming. So hopefully, hopefully, Allison, I'll be able to drive down to Laramie for that duel. That'll be December 17th. The tough thing with that is they will wrestle Wyoming and Air Force on the same day, I would assume, just because... Air Force is about two hours south of Laramie that they would hit up Colorado Springs first in the morning, then drive up to Wyoming. And the thing uh, last year, what was kind of crazy to me, Coach Smith, he is a bus guy. He prefers bus over plane. Uh, that's going to be a r- long trip. They're going all the way up to the Mountain West. Uh, and then two, two days later, they'll be going across I-80 on Wyoming, going to Orem to wrestle Utah Valley for the first time with uh, Allison, I know you, know you said yesterday you weren't too familiar with Utah Valley, but for me, I mean, those are uh, two, guy, two, two guys on the team, All-Americans, Taylor Lamont, Demetrius Romero. They are just beasts at 125 and 97. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm excited to see the back-to-back on December 17th. Right. Um, you know, last year, looking at the schedule, we play or wrestled against uh, Iowa State in northern Iowa, mm-hmm. um, you know, same day. And I think the the scores were a little scary, but um, right. I, I think this will be a very interesting uh, matchup. No, absolutely, and especially Wyoming. They are a team, I remember at the Big 12s, they had four finalists. Unfortunately, they weren't able to win any of the titles. Stephen Buchanan at 97 was an All-American. I think he placed eighth in St. Louis. So they have the pieces there for a really strong tournament run. But in terms of duels, you know, against OSU, they've been they've not been great. And Coach Mark Branch knows that. Of course, he's an Oklahoma native, uh, national former multiple-time national champion at Oklahoma State. Now he's been at Wyoming for a while, and I'm looking at my notes here. I, it's a 24-0-1 all-time series against Wyoming. Uh, that'll be weird for them, especially wrestling at altitude. I know Wyoming, uh, because I grew up in Wyoming, I, they really, they I, I can't tell you how much enough they emphasize, uh, I guess, the market, the 7220, the highest elevation college wrestling facility in the country so that'll be tough for them these are a bunch of guys from oklahoma going up more than about (laughs) two thousand feet above a mile and they're wrestling at high altitude the same deal with air force but no those will be two fun duels 
Uh, it'll be interesting to see how Coach Smith kind of manages the lineup, especially given the fact that fatigue will be a factor with the, those, you know, two matchups in one day. But, of course, that's all the lineup stuff. I mean, we can't really talk about that yet because we don't know. It's just the beginning of the season. But, um, no, it will be a fun one, Allison. For sure. So, after that, they're going to get back home. I assume Coach Smith is going to send the guys to their separate ways, homes for Christmas, and then they'll be diverging on Chattanooga, Tennessee, Southern Scuffle, November, excuse me, not November, January 1st, January 2nd, uh, OSU, team champions in 2019, Nick Piccinini, the champion at 25 in 2019. Of course, they didn't have it last year, but I will say this field looks kind of diluted Without Penn State or Iowa, I know North Carolina, they will be in the Southern Scuffle, but uh, you, you know you, you would like to maybe run into Penn State or Iowa, but they will be at national duels instead. And then, all right, Allison, so this is a match that we could definitely go to within driving distance at Little Rock, January 8th. Little Rock, man, they're, 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 a, uh, they're a team that, Honestly, I kind of feel bad for them. I, I really do. I mean, they, they're a team. They're a team that's getting its. You know, they're trying to get their foundation, and they are. They're succeeding with that. Coach Neil Ayersman is doing a great job of recruiting, trying to get their guys bought in. Um, and when when it's a small, brand new program wrestling at Oklahoma State, the only thing you can hope for is being able to get that great experience. Right. And I mean, uh, you know, last season, February 7th, when they wrestled, uh, it was just 45 to zero. Yeah. I mean, um, the recruits this year, I'm not sure who they are on that team. Uh, I, I just it'll be a fun trip for us. <laughs> no, absolutely. Because I remember last year uh, they yeah, they wrestled February 7th. It was Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, just so you folks know, the Okali. Uh, I will go on record. We were the only media members there. I think I was the only guy there covering the match on Super Bowl Sunday. Most people were just at home watching uh, the the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl. So I mean, I I didn't watch it. It was the first time in my life that I never watched the Super Bowl. But I had to sacrifice it because I've got a job, and you know, s- someone's got to cover the wrestling team. So. After January 8th, they'll be going to uh, Morgantown, West Virginia, which is another interesting, uh, they kind of have a triangular, the first and only triangular of this season, a neutral location, at least when they wrestle Columbia of the Ivy League. You know, they're a team that didn't have, um, that didn't have a season last year with the Ivy League, and then, but then they'll wrestle West Virginia. Uh, West Virginia, they're going to be weird. Uh, it's going to be weird to tell how, you know, how they are this year, given that Noah Adams at 97 has moved on from the program. I think he graduated, opted not to come back for another year. So, yeah, it, it's a lot of question marks there uh, for West Virginia. So I wrote on my notes, as for Columbia, Joe Mancio and Matt Matt Casimir at 141, Casimir and then Mancio at 125. Uh, I think those are the best chances for potential Columbia Lion wins in Morgantown. I know they were both 2020 NCAA tournament qualifiers, but of course, with the whole break, you, you never know. I mean, qualifying for the tournament in the EIWA, the Eastern Intercollegiate Wrestling Association, is not the same 
as qualifying for the NCAA in the Big 12. So after that, Allison, they'll come home. We'll be there GIA, January 23rd against Lehigh, a team yeah. <laughs> a team that they lost to in 2019. Yeah, but I mean, when you look at the score, 21-20, uh, I I didn't watch the match. Uh, I should have. I I don't really know what went on. It was so. Um, it was twenty. <laughs> it was twenty twenty, and Lehigh won on criteria. Ah, okay, so. okay. Um, yeah. So I hopefully this year, um, this shouldn't be a big worry. No. Um, I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Uh, and if I'm mistaken, home game. Yeah, home home duel for a sure. Home duel, right, right. And yeah, I mean, you got to give Lehigh credit in the EIWA. Uh, they're they're kind of a dynasty over there right now. Four consecutive conference titles, but like I said, EIWA is great. I mean, it's a it's a great conference. I love to watch some of their teams, but at the same time, it's not at the same level of the Big Twelve. So January 29th, January thirtieth. Oh my goodness, that is going to be a fun <laughs> fun weekend. Um, yeah, you get Iowa State. You get Iowa State. Coming down to Stillwater, February 29th. Man, that's going to be a blast. Right. Um, and then Iowa State, uh, you know, last season we lost – or we won, sorry, by 16 to 15. Yeah. So It was the closest um, – closest, <laughs> closest anyone got to beating – or not Ohio. Anyone got to beating Oklahoma State in duels Very last stretch, year. Very stressful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it was a battle. Um, you know, Coach Frank Dresser is – a is is a guy that always gets his guys ready to wrestle hard. I know he's a really tough conditioning coach. Great coach uh, up there in Ames. So and I noticed an OSU win, that would be their 15th straight win over Iowa State. But what I noted here, um, yes, I'm giving you guys a teaser on my uh, schedule breakdown that will come out, I think, later today. If the Cyclones win the middleweight battles, something that they struggled with last year, I think that they'll be able or at least – they will be able, I think, to maybe pull off a win in Stillwater. I know David Carr at 157 pounds. I think he was undefeated, the national champion. I, I honestly don't think anyone's going to touch him again this year. He was absurd last year, just his speed, his quickness, his agility, everything he had. And, he you know, he, he carried that to a national championship. I know um, Jarrett Deegan, Ian Parker, they returned for Iowa State, so those Big-time fifth-year, 141 and 49 guys that are able to win big matches with big-time experience. So, yeah, that'll be fun. Uh, expecting the, I'm expecting a huge crowd there in GIA, especially given that it's a Saturday. And then Sunday, the next day, Northern Iowa, I think they kind of flip-flop. I know when OSU wrestles Iowa State, Northern Iowa will be in Norman, and then they'll flip-flop. So January 30th. Northern Iowa versus OSU, a team that has given the Cowboys struggles kind of in the past few years. I know Oklahoma State won last year. Um, In 2019, that was not the case. Northern Iowa actually won in Cedar Falls in 19. But, man, again, Allison, I think the the, uh, factor there for Iowa State and Northern Iowa is those middleweights. If they can get those middleweights secured, if they – they can get their hand raised at 41, 49, 57, 65, and 74, at least a few of them, I think they really have a good shot at possibly topping Oklahoma State. I'd agree with you. I think this year it's going to be um, a lot more of a close call. Um, For sure. 
But uh, if I correct me if I'm wrong, but I think we have about four home duels mm-hmm. in a row. <laughs> yeah, which is right there. Good for us, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's Lehigh, Iowa State, Northern Iowa, and then South Dakota State a week later, February fourth. The Jackrabbits, zero and five against the Cowboys. They remain, of course, a major underdog. South Dakota State, another team that's trying to kind of find its footing in the Big Twelve. I know that they announced. Uh, a massive, and I mean massive, multi-million dollar uh, wrestling facility that they, I think they broke ground last spring in Brookings, South Dakota. So that's going to be huge for recruits. I mean, I, I looked at the renderings of it. It it honestly, just based on these renderings, it looks like the nicest uh, wrestling facility in the Big 12. So that will be definitely be good for recruiting. But as for this season, yeah, I think Oklahoma State remains a heavy favorite but two days later oh man this is i think going to be the maybe ex- except for iowa this is going to probably be the duel of the season right here at least a big 12 duel of the season february 6th going to columbia of course missouri they've they were big 12 they uh dabbled in the mac for a little bit absolutely tore apart those other schools and have finally rejoined the Big 12, Allison, and that's going to be a fun, fun match. Yeah, I, I'm i so excited about that one. Um, yeah, it's just going to be great. And I think they've really made progress since um, February, or February 2020, which, um, let's see, we won 26-6. to 6. So, I mm-hmm. mean, since that, um, it's just it's really going to be a difference, a whole different Yeah, team. I think especially different with the guy by the name of Keegan O'Toole. You guys know who he is. I well, I hope you do. Um, especially if you're a uh, international wrestling fan as well. He was just a freshman last year out of Wisconsin, third place at 65. And then this summer, he won the Junior World National or not the the Junior World Team Title, the Junior World Championships in Russia this summer. I honestly think at at this rate, obviously there's a lot of factors that could go into this: health, injuries, fatigue, all that. But right now, I'd probably put, I'd probably put uh, O'Toole as a slight favorite over Travis Whitlake there at sixty-five. Right. So, oh, we got the big one here. I I know this is something people were waiting for, waiting for, and unfortunately, people were disappointed. Allison, I think honestly, people were uh, on both sides. I ta- I I talked to some Iowa fans as well, Oklahoma State fans too. Uh, they're they're kind of disappointed that this duel will not be. In Stillwater, it was. You would think it would be in Stillwater because the last time they uh, wrestled in 2019 was in Iowa City. But no, you get a neutral location here, Globe Life Field in Arlington, the brand new Texas Ranger Stadium, the site that hosted the 2020 World Series, uh, the 2020 National Finals Rodeo. I mean, this is a massive 1.1 million, 1.1 billion. 1.1 billion with a B <laughs> facility. Yeah, I mean, uh, personally, this is like one of the most exciting um, duels, you know, of, of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so just being in that location just seems appropriate. Just it's such a big deal. Um, I, I'm so excited with the, the outcome of this. Mm-hmm. Right. And it, it will be interesting to see how many fans go. I know uh, Iowa travels well. Of course, OSU Mm -hmm. does. I know a lot of people were kind of frustrated, but the same people that are frustrated, I would like to think that they're still going to be going down on I-35 to Arlington come February. 
But I, I will say something I saw interesting on Twitter. Of course, our man Seth Duckworth tweeted it out. Uh, kind of interesting, especially for recruiting. Um, during that, I think they wrestled February 12th, but apparently February 13th or during that weekend is like the, the high school Texas, the Texas high school regional tournament. So there'll be a lot of, um, uh, a lot of high school wrestlers in Texas that they won't be able, I mean, you know, you're kind of fighting with that little crowd there. So, cause I don't know about you, but if I'm a high school wrestler in Texas, I'd like to be able to go watch. One of the big, <laughs> the greatest rivalries in college wrestling. I, yeah, I mean, but I, I got to wrestle instead. High school wrestlers, middle school, anywhere. This yeah. is this is a match to watch. Yeah. Um. All right, and then OSU Bucknell, another EIW school, the third EIWA school that OSU will be taking on. But Bucknell, uh, at least they have. I feel like they have the strongest wrestler out of all three of these um, groups in 165 pounder Zach Hartman. He is a three-time All-American. I no, I think you finished third in St. Louis last year. So again, I think Whitlake will be challenged. Uh, Travis Whitlake, man, he's he was an All-American last year. Uh, he's, I mean, he is a phenomenal talent out of the Oregon as well. But yeah, that will just be fun for him. Uh, I I know whatever his seating is in the Big Twelve, whatever uh, his seating is at Nationals, he's definitely going to earn it. Has an opportunity to you know, definitely boost his stock with that tough schedule he has. So February 20th, Allison, we are here. The final uh, regular season duel, it will be Bedlam in Stillwater. The second um, the second straight, straight season of the regular season will conclude with Bedlam. Again, I think OU needs to be able to win at least a few of those middleweights, something they really struggled at in the past, I know. At 149, Mitch Moore and Bulu Wallen. Bulu Wallen will not be here. Of course, he moved on. I think he moved back to Edmond or moved to Edmond. He is a he is a uh, mortgage officer now, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, congrats to Boo. Of course, great career at Oklahoma State. Now living the life in the city. But Victor Voinovich, a freshman that we haven't talked about yet from Ohio, uh, big time talent. It, I mean, maybe I think that he could be the starter at 149. It'll it'll be a challenge for him. Uh, you know, you, you don't really know what's going to go on with Caden G. Feller at, at 149. Um, you know, just, just just a lot of if he could bump up to 149, um, you know, just, just a lot of question marks there. If a true freshman could take over Victor Voinovich, that would be a heck of an opportunity for him. But. Again, with OU, I'm still, Allison, I'm still looking at the heavyweight. I think Joshua Heinzelman out of Piedmont, Oklahoma, uh, man, he was impressive, impressive last year. I think he, yeah, he, definitely. I think he was two or at least, th- at least 2-0, maybe 3-0 and against Austin Harris. Uh, I mean, all three of those, mat- those bouts, they were just battles. Yeah, it's, um, I, I think it could go kind of both ways. Um, this, this duel, um, but like you said, that that middleweight is going to be the most important um, part of the entire duel. Just making sure that um, whoever secures those wins, I think that will ultimately lead um, result in, in the overall win. Right. So we've recapped our schedule. Allison, that was fun. That was great. Uh, man, it, it is. Uh, I was reading the press release yesterday. Uh, Coach John Smith said, 
that this is their, one of their toughest schedules they've had in 15 years, and that is saying a lot from John Smith. If you know John Smith, I I don't I don't think he uh, I don't I don't think he coach speaks a lot. He is a very blunt person, and that is a blunt quote right there. So we talked about it a little. Let's actually get into it now. Uh, we've got some recruiting news. I know last, or I think two weeks ago, two weekends ago was a busy, busy weekend for Tyler Caldwell, the recruiting coordinator. They got three or two 2022 recruits. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, what was it? Two, three? Uh, yeah, two, two, two freshmen? Yeah, two, two freshmen. Two, two se- no, two seniors in high school. Right. And then Carter Young. Carter Young. That's the big news right there. You want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, so um, it was pretty exciting. Carter Young uh, originally committed to a, a Chicago. Yep, yeah. Northwestern. Northwestern, Northwestern right. prestigious um, Big Ten school. Big deal. Um, I think everyone was a little shocked he wasn't uh, going to go to Stillwater like some for of his sure. friends, uh, Brett Black, uh, who also wrestles um, for the team. Um, but when he uh, got the news, or when we got the news that he was coming, to wrestle for OK State, it it was a little shocking, but it, it was. Wasn't. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's good that he's uh, staying staying home. Yeah, well, it really was. I mean, it really was shocking considering the the sole reason he flipped is because the assistant coaches that recruited him at Northwestern they were fired. Uh, they were fired for not getting the COVID vaccine. Uh, I I know I think Northwestern that that was a team policy. They didn't get the vaccine. So their AD was like, all right, see you. And Carter Young is coming back to his hometown of Stillwater. So uh, how does that impact 141? I know Carter Young, freshman, but Dusty Hone, he'll be back. Um, you know, I think it's probably a six six year here. Um, Dusty Hone definitely does not want to uh, lose his spot to a freshman. No, um, not at all. And uh, just, uh, let's see, September... Around September, you know, Carter uh, got third at the Senior Worlds team. He's oh, yeah, familiar huge. with Dayton Fix. You know, they grew up wrestling together. Um, so having those connections. But, you know, um, that 141 class is, is going to be um, pretty interesting. And I, like you said, I don't think he's willing to give up that. that no, week. absolutely. And, you know, an option for him maybe, something that wasn't, well, not really an option last year, is no one redshirted last year because – of that COVID free year, it was kind of built in. So Coach Smith was like, yeah, we're, we're going to have everyone that's able to wrestle, wrestle. And that was the case. The other thing, I guess, that, you know, will, will, will not be new, but will be back with, you know, without the COVID restrictions is that um, maybe uh, JV tournaments, open tournaments will prob- probably be back. Um, you know, for, for a lot of these younger guys, they'll be going to probably the OCU Open, uh, the the uh, NEO tournament. So good opportunities for their JV wrestlers. I know last year, uh, mat time was extremely limited because you had the duels. But what I did like, I honestly did like how they had the extra match deal. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I think they uh, I think they changed the rule this year where they're, they, they're allowed to have extra matches now. So. That was a fun. Um, I know coaches. I think they really liked that, you know, be, because they didn't have any tournaments. They just had duels, right? So you had to either start or be one of the top top reserves in order to get some mat time. Right. Um, and let's see. Our other freshman or 
Zachary Blankenship, senior. Yes. Well, I mean, yeah, he'll be a freshman here uh, next year. Uh, senior, right. senior right now at a Bixby High School. Uh, multi-sport athlete. And I, I think that's why a lot of people I know, uh, uh, Matt Scout Willie, Willie Saylor w- was saying that he's pretty underrated uh, because he played another sport. I know he was a football uh, football star. He's a running back for the, I mean, I think the l- number one ranked 6A team in the state. They're loaded. Uh, loaded football team, loaded wrestling team as well. He will bring a lot of strength and um, speed to this team. But, yeah, that's a, another one. We mentioned him earlier, Allison. Victor Voinovich yes, uh, out of Brexville, Ohio. I think that's just south of Cleveland. Right. And um, remind me of his year. He is a— He's going to be a—he f- is a freshman okay, right now. Okay. True freshman. Right. So, um you know, that's the, the 149 weight class, if I'm not mistaken. Nope, you're right. Um, and we discussed earlier, and that's it, it's going to be a really interesting um, spot. For sure, and, and, and he's a guy that has international experience. I know he was also in Russia wrestling for Serbia. I, I, know, I know, I think his, something, his grandparents, uh, I, I think, have, you know, a Serbian origin, or, you know, Serbian uh, descent, so that's why he decided to wrestle for Serbia, and unfortunately, I don't think he did too well. I think he went 0-2 at the at the Junior World Championships, but he's back. He's been working with Coach Perry, Co- uh, Coach Espo, of course, Coach Smith. Uh, all of these guys, you know, I mean, there's so much talent coming into this town, Allison, especially something we didn't mention yet is the brand-new locker room that they're going to build, the $1 million locker room yeah. facility. Um, yeah, that that'll be... That'll be huge for recruits, but I, I know you personally, and I know you were kind of frustrated by, by that decision. Uh, a little bit. Um, so if you look about last year, uh, there was um, talk about OK State considering women's wrestling. Mm-hmm. Um, but this this donation that they got for the men's locker room, I think it's really going to enhance the uh, men's wrestling team. Mm-hmm. Um, we... Um, heard Dayton Fix, I think it was about last week or yeah. so, um, talk about it. He thinks that um, that's going to be a great addition, um, boost the team's uh, morale. But um, I think just just taking the, the women's wrestling side, I, it was a little frustrating to mm-hmm. see, especially since Iowa State. Um, and I think Penn State's predicted to yeah. come out the same. Well, yeah, uh, Iowa. So, I, right. yeah, Iowa. So, Iowa. Yeah. But, yeah, um, w- women's wrestling is really on the rise. Um you know, I remember Coach Smith. Yeah, he said they're in talks. Um, I, I, I think I'm sure they're still in talks. I, I don't think it's something that he's dropped. Um, I, I still think they're working really hard to, to maybe put that team in the next couple years. Uh, I, you know, I was telling you last week that when we saw the Iowa news, I was like, yeah, th- this is that's just gonna it's gonna be a domino effect. Right. Iowa, um, Iowa establishes that now. All these other teams are fo- are maybe hopefully going to follow suit in terms of Power Five schools. I know a lot of smaller NAIA schools are adding that D two D three. Because uh, let's be honest, I mean it's it's not it it's it's not like football. It it's not a really a hard sport to add to a program for Title Nine to to balance all all of that stuff to to you know to ba- maybe balance out some scholarships. It's really um, you know, wrestling, I don't think, is a super high-cost sport. You know, it, it's really not. 
Yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. Um, you know, the, the women's uh, wrestling is just growing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, Oklahoma's the first all-state team this year, but um, just a few girls that are currently in D2, D3, mm-hmm. um, you know, are around my age and are already Olympic trials wrestling. Oh, wow. Uh, Madeline Gret, yeah, at, things like that. Um, but I think it's going to be really exciting to see in the few years um, just with the recruits we have coming for the uh, men's wrestling team, but also um, seeing what OK State does about, um, you know, the women's. So right. it's going to be a f- interesting, interesting years to come. Oh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun season, fun year. Excited to have you uh, with us with the Ocali this season. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we sign off here? Um, not that I can think of, but I think this was a great talk about the schedule. Yeah. Hopefully we uh, see that roster soon. Oh, right, um, right. I think once that roster comes out, that will be a new discussion. Oh, but, absolutely. Um, it's it's going to be a really exciting year this year. Yeah, and and just kind of like last year, we're going to shoot for weekly podcast. Even during winter break, we'll still be producing content. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at AdamEngel980, E-N-G-E-L, 9, the letter 9, or not the letter, the what am I saying? The, 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 number, <laughs> the number 9, uh, yeah. Take take a look at our website. We've got a lot of great content coming this year. Some some big big time stories, not necessarily by me, but but some other writers as well. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you later.